Welcome to the podcast, Music Ed with MCOCV. My name is Megan O'Connor Vince. I'm a music educator with a passion for popular music education. You can follow me at Mrs. OCV on Instagram and find all episodes uploaded to my SoundCloud account, Mrs. O'Connor Vince. Hopefully, we'll be streaming to more platforms soon. You can email me at mrsocvpodcasts at gmail.com or feel free to DM me on Instagram. You can also find all my information along with curriculum, lessons, YouTube tutorials, etc. at musicoconnor.com. That's M-U-S-I-C-O-C-O-N-N-O-R.com. This is episode two, a look at music history. Hey y'all, so today we have the pleasure of kind of sitting in, being a fly on the wall, if you will, uh, with my music history class. Now this music history class is titled The Blues to Beyonce, Um, and just to kind of give you an idea, I've had many different editions of music history classes offered at Barnstable. Um, We've had uh, History of Rock and History of Hip Hop separated into two separate semester courses. Um, We have combined them into a year-long course this year. Uh, And then next year, we're actually offering a new class called Hip Hop Influences and Trends, which we're actually going to be incorporating more music tech uh, stuff and focusing uh, solely on uh, hip hop. But with that being said... um, We just started uh, with the birth of hip-hop. So you, like I said previously, get to sit in on one of my classes. Um, This was an exercise that is new for me, so I myself am trying something new with my students. Um, A lot of history teachers do a Socratic seminar, um, and something that I've watched my husband do, because my husband's a history teacher, Um, And just being able to kind of get the students engaged and being able to talk about uh, what they're learning in class, what the curriculum is. Um, As you can tell in the episode, I am not so good at not saying anything like you're supposed to. The teacher is almost supposed to be completely silent uh, during the Socratic seminar process. Um, So I am also learning something new and working on it. Um, But this uh, conversation I felt like turned into something Uh, a little bit different, which I thought was really special and uh, I don't think is anything less than what um, I was originally trying to get out of the students, but um, I will kind of take it from there. Here we go. So this is a way for us to kind of assess our knowledge so far of music history. 
um, and just trying to connect all of the dots, right? Um, and so far, you guys have learned about basically indigenous forward, right, throughout this whole year. So we're focusing on hip hop, but feel free to include other genres as needed if you'd like. Okay. Mm -hmm. Especially what we call the foundational genres, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, basically, um, black music, mm -hmm. right, in America that led up to that point, which is really important. So we have Kevin, Sophie, Hi. Maggie, yeah. and Tiara today, and myself. And I'm just going to sit back and try and jump in when I can. See uh, if anyone's got any... Uh, Starting stuff? Yeah. What are we... Okay. Can you, can you <laughs> repeat like, what we're talking what about? We, like, just, like, talk about, like, what we watched, like... Yeah. So what... It, so we watched the first season, right, the first four episodes of Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Basically, that starts with the beginnings of hip hop, and it gets to the border of, like, gangster rap. Yeah, and I don't remember, like, the the complete, like, start of it, but I do remember it evolved a lot from disco. Mm -hmm. They were doing a disco, and then people just started jumping on the mics, and they're, they're MCs, mm -hmm. and then people just started rapping, and it was... Oh, was what's, what's, the, what's the one uh, song? Was, uh, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Gangsters Paradise, or is it no. Sugar Hill Gang? Sugar yes. Hill Gang. Rap, rappers Delight. Rappers Delight. Really, yes. Gangsters Paradise. Rappers Delight. <laughs> so really, it just started with uh, because it all started in New York City. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. Bronx fun. projects. It was like a way to actually like vent through it. So it was yeah. vent disco in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Vent that's really disco. was. <laughs> By the way, name of mine you mixed day. <laughs> um, vent disco. Vent disco is to talk about like the hardships that a lot of majority black people went through and mm -hmm. other POC, smaller POC communities and the fact that they were so um, oppressed, especially during this time. Mm -hmm. And then they, they used their their devilish music and made a, I would say, beautiful work of art. Yeah. And really, you look through that, and you mentioned we can do, we can talk about other genres. Uh, really, all the genres we learned about were just ways to get all of this anger out and Absolutely. tell people about the world what's actually happening. Yeah, in these places. a lot like, of it was um, black people talking about actual stuff that is happening to black people because obviously at that time, then um, you can even say now. People don't, people don't care. People mm -hmm. don't care about black and POC issues. So they were like, well, you know what? I'm going to make you care because I'm going to sing about it and it's going to sound really good and it's going to go chart, actually. Mm -hmm. So screw you guys. <laughs> um, you mentioned MCing. Oh my god, yeah. Can you guys Play. remember what the other elements are? DJing, MCing, beatboxing, yeah. B-boys. Yeah, oh, beat. No. Uh, yes, yeah, so beat dancing or break dancing or beat girling, right? Which yeah. is the dancing aspect. Which actually, for any of those listening at home, Kevin here can uh, break dance like no other. Oh yeah, we'll insert a video here. <laughs> <laughs> can you break dance? Yes, I haven't break dance so Really? I lied. That was a complete <laughs> lie. I only started talking to this dude like two classes ago. Nice. That's great. I would love to see that. I stopped when I was 11. 
then. I just set you up, Kevin. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Okay, so we got MC, right? The person on the mic rapping. You got DJing, the person scratching, right? Doing the music part. Uh, You got breakdancing, and then... Graffiti art, right? Yeah, the visual aspect. Yeah. And did we talk about the arguably fifth element? Knowledge. Yeah, knowledge, right? How to put it all together, right? So... It, it, there's really four elements, but some people would argue that there's five, right? Um, and the knowledge part also kind of entails, like, hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. So if you think about, like, you know, dress today, right, like apparel, mm-hmm. you know, like Nikes and, you know, like streetwear, you know, that kind of thing. That's, Can't forget Adidas, who practically sponsored Run DMC till they died. Right. Yep. <laughs> that is so... I didn't even know that. And now I'm like, one, like looking mm-hmm. back, because like seeing like families like old in the 80s, like they all wore Adidas, and now it's just like mm-hmm. that's like the Adidas track like, suits and stuff. It's like a, like mm-hmm. a symbol. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what famous musician do you know? Is it um, Drake? No. I don't think Drake has a collab with him. With Adidas? Well, yes. But I was thinking more. Oh, current. Kanye. Uh, yes, right? I don't Not the one I was so. thinking of. I don't either. Ivy Park? No, no I'd have Beyonce? Beyonce? Oh, her kid? Oh, no, well. Oh, kid? yeah, does she have like a brand? Yes. Ivy oh. Park is like a subset of Adidas. So her brand, Ivy Park, Blue Ivy is the name Blue. of her dog. Yeah, I was yes. like, Wait yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, okay, yeah. good. Um, I want to backtrack to another thing you said about, like, evil music, right? Yeah. Do you remember what genre? Heavy metal. Heavy metal, yeah. What really else? just rock in general. Rock in general. Before that. Black metal. Spell. Before rock, before metal. Gosh darn. Not indigenous no. music. Black, black genre. Yeah, you could make an argument for that. The blues, right? Oh, Remember we yeah. talked about with, like, gospel? It was the devil's work. And, yeah, and how there was particular chords that they wouldn't play in church. Because mm. that was the devil's music. They were just minor chords. I know. Isn't, isn't <laughs> that so crazy? Stupid. Like, what? Well, there's no variety in there, right? Anyway. Um, good. So, how did we get from... The underground aspect more until Run DMC. Maybe like just the gen- younger generation mm-hmm. and then like being interested in it and just like growing on with them and growing with them. And I feel like it's mainly like the younger generations that really like make things bigger than it is because mm-hmm. it's like older generations they're like worried about like what they like always on the same thing and I feel like generations even now like everything's changing like life isn't the same how it was before because it's just like and if it was it would have been born like even with the music wise like Mm -hmm. hip-hop now is way different from 90s it's just like a huge change but it still has like the similarities right Mm -hmm. and also the first way it got around anyways was people was put putting it on records mm-hmm. that they, they didn't steal, but they bought, and they scratched out that record and put mm-hmm. that one in there. And it was passed around New York City, and then 
somehow someone got a hold of someone's mm-hmm. and it just blew up. Mm-hmm. So tapes, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cassettes. Yeah. Boombox on the shoulder. That's right. <laughs> That's why I love the boombox kind of symbol because I think oh, it so kind of holds a lot of history and different genres. And anyway, um, good. Uh, what? Who? What other genre was helpful? at the time to promoting it going downtown. Does anyone remember? Rock, because of Aerosmith. Punk, oh. right? Oh, it was punk? Yeah. Oh, rock because of Aerosmith. Well, I yes. Was a little, I was going to look a little further on that. Yes. Like Aerosmith, so yes. I just had to yeah. blow up with punk first. Right. So, punk, uh, okay, I gotta stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, teacher in you. It's hard. Wasn't it like they they mixed like punk aspects into the yeah, music like, and they and then people who listen to punk, like mm-hmm. white people who listen to punk, they're like, eh, this is kinda good, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they were just like, you know what, how about we get them a chance? Mm-hmm. And then it, it started growing from there to the point where it's it's where it is now today. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, remember the group that started as a punk? I showed you the symbolism of the Eminem album. It starts with a B. Oh, Backstreet Boys? Close. Beastie Boys, right? Backstreet Boys. Are yeah, they started as a punk band. <laughs> and they were also white. And they kind oh, yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. They were like the white people who rapped. Right. Yes. And they also yes. kind of uh, created more of like a comical turn to it. Do you remember the producer that was also white? That Ricky. Rick? Yep. Sandwich. Ruben. <laughs> Rick Ruben, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say his last name was Sandwich. I was like, are you serious? I haven't learned about a sandwich. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, good. What else? If you keep going a little bit further. Pop. Music. Yes. I love okay. pop punk. So how did hip-hop become pop music? I mean, over to, like, now. Just, like, it got popular. Yeah, it got popular, and people started uh, caving to the masses and doing what people wanted them to do instead of doing what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, because it's, like, it was being more commercialized and more uh, monetized, so... Mm -hmm. Obviously, they were like, I got a piece of white people, so I get Mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. And then they started doing more pop stuff, so Mm -hmm. that kind of... Um, do you remember what, uh, group kind of shed a light more on the issues that were happening in L.A. that kind of... Was it, um, just the N- <laughs> Yeah, N.W.A., right? Um, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, some of the probably more famous... Uh, people. Snoop Dogg because we saw him when he was Easy. a baby. Snoop Dogg was a part of Death Row Records, so he was related, um, but he wasn't in NWA. But he did do a lot of work with Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Do we remember the name of the album Dr. Dre created? That no. Oh my gosh, we just did it yesterday. Literally yesterday. It starts with a C. Well, it starts with a the, but the. My brain went to the cube. It is not the cube. <laughs> Maybe him, but not the cube. Uh, Cheers, you know. Uh, illness. The chronic. The chronic. That's it. That's it. The that's chronic. It. The chronic. Yes, that's the name of the album. I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm so um, smart. Good. So, 
now that we haven't, we're obviously we have one senior who's leaving us today, uh-huh. right? Um, we're going. <laughs> that's not nice. We're going to um, kind of connect the dots here. So, how did we get from there to now? Twenty seventeen was the year that hip hop surpassed rock as the most popular genre. And that, the NWA, the Chronic, all that, that was 1999. So it still took quite a long time, right? I mean, history-wise, not very long, but... Like, how we got... So, like, how did we, like, pass rock? Just because there were, like, social issues and just, like, with the Black Lives Matter movement, even that, it's just... They're, like, speaking more on it because the news and... Like social media isn't doing this, so mm-hmm. it's shedding more light. And this mm-hmm. younger generation is like advocating more mm-hmm. for it than it before. Because like before, you heard about it, but it wasn't as like big as it is now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they're speaking on the real issues, and it's real life that's mm-hmm. continuing to happen. Absolutely. Yep. yep. It's uh, like so- society and the way that our government is like. Uh, I don't know if systemized is like an actual word or just like the way it's yeah. built. Mm-hmm. Systemic. Systemic. Yeah. It like yeah. it oppresses these minorities, it oppresses black people and it oppresses other POC and then they take their frustrations and they make art out of it and they make this music and then other black people around the world Chuck D from uh, Public Enemy called Hip Hop the Black CNN. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly what you're explaining yeah. to us, right? The yeah, idea that, um, you know, art, not to cut you off so far, right, can uh, be a spotlight and used as a vehicle to bring to light the issues that are actually happening in these communities. So that's why hip hop is so important, I think. And music in general. I mean, there yeah, are obviously. Music is very important, but it's just right. depending on the genre, but obviously talking about this. It, it's it was made for and by um, people who have been oppressed throughout ages, mm-hmm. and now just a lot more people are like agreeing with them. Yeah, agreeing like with them and standing up with them, mm-hmm. and not like because I feel like the, like even the government they shed the light on what they choose to, but like nowadays it's just like the younger generations like we don't care like we're gonna mm-hmm. this is what's right and we're gonna stand by it. We're not gonna just listen to you and ignore these problems because it's real life. It mm-hmm. happens every day. Just like just because even mm. like segregation and slavery ended doesn't mean that like problems aren't still happening and that black people aren't degraded because yeah. it's still happening now in twenty twenty two. It's just the kids of this generation are like, I'm done living like this and yeah. they just realizing that Yeah, planning to it's like, okay to be different and that raise my children in this equal. Nobody's right. more superior than anyone else. Yeah, 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 good. So let me ask you this question. When do you think, because this is uh, kind of shifting gears here a little bit, this mm-hmm. is a topic that I often get asked when I go to like conferences and stuff. Mm-hmm. When do you think it's an age-appropriate time to like introduce Kids students to, to hip-hop? hip-hop? I know. Mm. That's the... Definitely depending. It on depends each on depends mm. on maturity. Levels it all yeah. Now. It does depend on maturity levels. I think I don't know. Maybe it's because my mom raised me different, but 
for like example, I was allowed to curse, but I was allowed to curse within a house. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to curse outside of it when I was in a public setting. Mm-hmm. Well, so like, like, you probably had this too. Is that when you curse at something, you're not cursing at a person. You're cursing at like an object. object or something that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. and it's it's a way to just like, especially if you're going to turn it to young black children, be like, mm-hmm. hey, we understand that you are being actively oppressed within a system and uh, probably within your education system and stuff like that. So instead of taking like anger out, all this like pent up anger and frustration out on like other things that aren't going to get you anywhere, look at this, look at hip hop, look at gangster rap, look at all of this like other stuff that you could put your time and your energy into and you can make something so like, you just make something, create. I think... Um, I feel like middle school. Yeah, to be honest, like middle school because I feel like that's when you're really like finding and fig- trying to figure, figure out who yourself you are out, yeah. and, and like what you like and just like the type of person you are and just like I feel like music really did help because mm-hmm. being introduced to music as a younger like younger than a normal age, mm-hmm. it just showed me like how to like express my feelings and that like there's other people feeling the way you feel mm-hmm. and that you're not alone. Right. And that's just, like, a way of, to, like, bring yourself down and not, like, you know? Right. Yeah. I feel like, to piggyback off of that, with middle school, Mm -hmm. right? I feel like that's such a vital age, because kids are, like, that's that's where you're going to learn a lot of your stuff, baby. I feel like if you don't teach them in middle school, they're going to be really behind in high school. Yeah, they're, I wasn't they're allowed mobile. to, like, explore mobile. music until mm-hmm. I went to public school. Mm-hmm. And so I was really behind all of my friends, not just in music tastes and what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. but literally, like, emotions and yeah. feelings. Yeah, you got to let them go through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because, like, a three-year-old's not going to understand, like, easy or easy. Yeah, no, <laughs> right? 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 Yeah, I would think. Like, you know I what? Like he, once when you're going through like your changing and like you know like puberty and this and that, and just like once when like you start like you know like hormones, mm-hmm. you just like more emotional than usual and just like feel like when you feel down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have an outlet to go to mm-hmm. that you know because not everyone has someone to talk to about their feelings. Right. It's just like music really does help to like you know. Right. feel like, oh, I'm not alone. Like, again, like, there's always something for me. Mm-hmm. And there's also things. A part of responsibility on, like, the person like, introducing their parent. Obviously, you are introducing their kid. It's like, obviously, you're going to let them, let them explore it, let them figure out what they like and what they don't like. But also, yeah. like, don't, they're going to, don't tell them, or no, don't, uh, I guess breed, like, uh, them going around saying stupid stuff, like, hmm. be responsible, teach them how to, like, Teach them how to listen to music responsibly. Yeah. Yes. Also, and if you're gonna, especially uh, talking about, uh, real go quickly, ahead, go ahead. especially talking about like music with like social justice issues mm-hmm. and just stuff that is going on in the world today. If they start saying something stupid, mm-hmm. like, cut it out. Them. Correct them. Cut it out right then and there, and mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. them and why. Them and, I feel like once when yeah, once when they get to that age, even parents like. Once when they, like, get to that age of, like, different and, like, you know, even nowadays, like, with what's going on in the world, it's good to have a conversation with your kid and let them know, like, people out here are going to say rude things and just, like, let Mm -hmm. them know. Even, like, with the white and black race, like, 
everyone's different it's okay and not to bring someone down because they look different mm-hmm. or talk different or just you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. everyone's equal treat them with kindness and you know <coughs> if you see somebody being rude to others correct them because mm-hmm. you make a person's day that's right mm-hmm. and you right. never know what another person's going through that's also very true i've learned that teaching a lot mm-hmm. but i just wanted to say uh if you are going to teach kids stuff through music and you're scared about it either help them through it or literally just reinforce the fact that you are there for any question they may have yeah. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So somebody, so you would say to like, let's say an aspiring young music teacher that mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of experience with like teaching hip hop or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the genre is, right? Mm-hmm. You would just say, you know, be open and yeah tell the truth don't yeah. sugarcoat it like life isn't like daisies and rainbows exactly right. like there's a downside to it and it's good to let people know like not everything is going to be good like there's bad that does happen and just how to go- get through it and mm-hmm. what to do and not to you know just give up it's amazing what you get out of a music class, huh? Yeah. Well, you always get a lot from a music class. Well, yes, I know. I'm, well, I'm me, but like... <laughs> but it's just like a lot of different subjects you can go into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. Remember to check out new episodes on Mrs. O'Connor Vince on SoundCloud. And again, follow me on Instagram at Mrs. OCV. And I'll see you all next time on Music Ed with MC OCV.